Hey everyone, thank you for choosing to spend time out of your day to listen to today's episode. I'm your host, Zachary Aird, and let's get this playing. So today, the guest we have is Alyssa Levitt, <laughs> who is my girlfriend, <laughs> and we've been dating for how many years, Alyssa? Uh, 2013, so, so this will be our 10th year. It'll be our 10th year, and we are not married. <laughs> not married, no ring on my finger. Yeah, no ring on her finger. I'm a college student, I'm broke. So... Do you want to say who you are and <laughs> what you do? Sure. She's a she's a little nervous, but nervous. It, that's happens because you're talking through a mic and you can hear your voice, so it gets a little hard. But I'm still going through it, and it's our first <laughs> time, and so far she's doing great. So, okay, my name is Alyssa Lovett. Mm-hmm. I'm a recent esthetician graduate. Um, I just finished my 600 hours in my aesthetics program. I'm now licensed. And ready to take on the world, but <laughs> currently, as of last week, and actually for the past few months, I have been a preschool teacher, which sounds crazy because at my work, I started as a recreation leader, meaning I worked summer camps, any break camps, anything with kids, which was complete opposite for me because in high school, all I did was work food jobs, so... Working with kids was definitely not what I had envisioned, yeah. How How is it that working with kids? Is it fun? You it was a challenge. Home. Yeah, it was a challenge at first because I felt like a child. I was only 18 when I started, which, mm, yeah, I still <laughs> felt like I was, like, the same age as yeah, them. Yeah, like you shouldn't be taking care of children when you're... Yeah, liable for child. a whole life. Yeah. It's even worse what, what's the, the range? What's the range of preschoolers, is it? Uh, Three to five. And I see that you do a lot of arts and crafts. Are you? Yeah. Is it fun? (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's fun once you realize that it's their first time doing something. Like we had a field trip and we just went like five or six miles down the road to the zoo. And like I expected most of their parents to ride with them and take them to the trip. But uh, they chose to let them go on the bus and they were so excited and Mm. I couldn't figure out why they were so excited to be on this hot, sweaty, no airflow bus. And I realized (laughs) that it was their first time ever being on a field trip or on a bus at all. Whereas I'm had already graduated high school and been on with my life. So, so I like what you said there with being like, for me, a lot of my memories came from preschool and it's like when you start to, you know, go to school, right? That's when you start school. Yeah, preschool. preschool. So, like, from me, a lot of memories, like, field trips. And we were just talking about this earlier. Yeah. But field trips and, you know, being with, like, I still remember my first grade teacher, Miss Kim. And, like, just things like that go in hand in hand. So, you put a light, you know, you put a light in those children's. Not realizing. Yeah, that. without realizing, because you're a child. But Yeah. Well, you, you know, and I... Be- Also, when we were talking about it in your field trip memories, I went through a different (laughs) elementary school time than you, considering my elementary school. Yeah. Where'd you go for your field trips? Uh, I remember. I never asked you that. Yeah. I remember my Nana would always come with us to the zoo, but I'm Mm. saying because I was either so much younger than everyone or Uh, missed out on my elementary school years because of... So when you, had a, field trip, when you had a field trip, <laughs> did you not get the permission slip signed or? No, I can't. I just can't remember. Or I, you just. Well, I'm talking. Okay. For those listening, my elementary school <laughs> ages and experiences were really weird up until 
my freshman year of college when I dropped out. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you dropped out for a, you didn't drop out. You dropped yeah, out. Yeah, I dropped go. out to figure out what I wanted to do. Yeah, and that there's a difference between dropping out and you dropped out perfectly. Yeah. Well, if that's a if that's a saying. I dropped out perfectly. <laughs> yeah, you dropped out of college perfectly. <laughs> okay, so my elementary school experience, uh, starting kindergarten, I was five. I had probably just turned five. And that's very young. Yeah. Well, (laughs) that's when you start. But in kindergarten, my teachers and my parents and everyone around me knew that I was gifted. And I know that a lot of people say that they were like gifted growing up, got to go to special classes. But like I was just so smart. So kindergarten after kindergarten rolled around, I went to my first grade class, Miss Moody. (laughs) See, you remember your teacher. Yeah, I remember her. (laughs) She was the best. Um, So I was how old was I? I was six in first grade. And then, so I spent the first half of the year in first grade. And then come winter break, my teacher, I remember, had a meeting with my parents and told them that, like, I was too smart. I had not, I had no need to finish out my first grade year, that mm-hmm. I was, was too it like proficient. A, was it like a, she talks a lot too smart or was no, it? No, I, I feel like I was pretty kept to myself. And if I did yeah. have friends, I had, like, a very close-knit circle. But so then my parents, like, obviously, I'm sure, talked to each other. I was six, but... I remember going back to school after winter break and they all told me like, okay, like you're going to be starting second grade with Miss Bourne. Mm. And I was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? So then I was thrown in to second grade with um, kids that were older than me, but. And they were seven or eight while you were still six. And I had, and they had spent their whole first half of school together. Mm. Whereas I had no idea who these kids were. So I was thrown into this class Mm. as smart as them, but. Yeah. socially maybe even smarter <laughs> I definitely was yeah so back to your saying you were you said that you were kept to yourself and i remember meeting you in middle school and you were pretty i mean you were pretty but you were pretty <laughs> quiet not quiet but i heard through your friends that you were outgoing it's almost like me i wasn't very outgoing yeah like in a in a social setting mm-hmm. but in you know with the friend the people the that click, i knew yeah that so i heard that and i think that's where i kind of so if you want to explain where we... Where we met. Yeah, how we met or where we met. <laughs> Shout out to Zarek and Nicole. Yeah. I don't Zarek know if they'll ever listen to this, but... Yeah. I hope... Th- Zarek is probably listening. We definitely owe our whole relationship to yeah. them. I think about that every every yeah. year on our anniversary. So middle school, Zach and I were in different homerooms, but he... Seventh grade. Seventh, yeah, seventh grade middle school. He was in the same class as two of my best friends. Yeah. And I was by myself. And I remember one day they were like, oh, like, hey, you and Zach would like look so cute together yeah. and whatever. <laughs> and so I was like, uh, I'm yeah, a child. Like, <laughs> I'm a little baby. What and I was like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> and he had other girls on his mind. Hey, but... <laughs> come on. This podcast is about you. <laughs> um, So then we became friends. We hung out. He was on, Zach was on the same volleyball team as my brother because my brother was in mm. middle school. That's but... where I first saw you. Yeah. So my brother was in eighth grade and. Yeah, Talk but I didn't know you guys seven. were brothers and sisters. <laughs> so I used to be, you know, I used to keep an eye out on you, yeah. not knowing that the person who I was almost close with, like they were, uh, yeah, you guys JC were pretty was, close. I yeah, JC was a year older than me, but we were always talking. So I remember, like, you know, the just being like, how, yeah, <laughs> how are you, like, seeing you guys get in the same car? I was like, huh, yeah. who's this guy trying to, you know, but <laughs> then finding out <laughs> you guys are brother and sister. So we were friends for that whole year eighth grade we got a little closer got a little older 
kept in touch. Yeah. Realized uh, that we weren't going to the same high school, so mm. we kept a distance, but we still were like, "No, this is too, this is too good." Yeah, I, I like this girl. Yeah. So eighth grade, whatever, we met up the summer going into freshman year, and I think that's when it was like, "Okay, no, no shot. We can't do this without each other." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and high school is such a pivotal, yeah, like you know, change in your life. So that's how we thought, you yeah. know, two kids. Not having a car, not having yeah. So you know, it's the always the jokes of your mom pick us up and yeah. My parents will take us. Yeah. You know, we, the funny stories. We would meet up at my school's my high school's football games and then we realized like, okay, maybe we should tell our parents and then Yeah. Finally we did and we hit it off and here we are. Yeah, here we are doing a podcast <laughs> out in February February sixth, twenty twenty three. Yeah. But I, I'm surprised you didn't bring up the story of me, uh trying to flirt with you and giving you the Hershey kisses. Because when we when I was in Miss Kennedy's class in our homeroom, yeah. I tried my hardest. I think it was trivia questions. And if you won tri- or something. It was val- it was around Valentine's. Yeah. But usually if you won something, she would give you a candy. Yeah, a kiss. And a the, Hershey yeah, kiss. A Hershey kiss. And, you know, being me, a middle school student, I was very shy and I wasn't <laughs> going to kiss anyone. You were very forward, though. Not with, obviously, like, we didn't yeah. kiss or no, anything. Yeah. But, but I was just like, I know what I who I like. Yeah. Yeah. So he I would, would <laughs> I would put the Hershey kiss on the locker, yeah. the metal. Oh. <laughs> so then when I left early or something, you would open it. Uh, yeah. One time I remember I walked up to my locker and there was a little Hershey kiss just balanced perfectly under my, what did I suggest? <laughs> <laughs> balanced perfectly. Oh, yeah, on yeah. The, balanced perfectly on my locker. Like under right, the lock. Under my lock. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, hmm, I wonder who did this. Yeah, she knew exactly who it was. Or all, I hope. The, <laughs> all the secret uh like candy grams that oh you could yeah send. like the boo grams boo grams yeah the 25 cent yeah oh man i was I working for money. those every time oh okay funny story about what happened presents oh <laughs> was it seventh christmas? grade yeah oh not the christmas it was one. Seventh? yeah because we were technically dating in seventh grade like he asked me to be his girlfriend yeah. we dated for a month this whatever. was a heartbreak this was a heartbreak yeah. the story that you're about to say <laughs> i can't even think of okay. i get secondhand embarrassment <laughs> Like, I'm like, bro, why did I even say anything? <laughs> yeah, go okay, ahead. Finish so your story. It was the Friday before winter break when we were gone for two weeks. And Zach and I would always meet up at his locker at the end of the day and hug. We would just hug and say goodbye. But this day, this Friday, he... <laughs> it was before, yeah, before yeah, Christmas yeah. break. And I got you a present. He got me a present and, and it came with a card. Yeah. And so, but, okay, so... My best friend at the time, Nicole, the one who uh, got us together, she, her birthday is December 20th. And so I had a present for her because I knew I wasn't going to see her Mm -hmm. over break. So I had her Christmas present bag in my hand when I went to go hug Zach. And he had (laughs) my (laughs) Christmas present in his hand. (laughs) Secondhand embarrassment. Oh my God. I'm like. Yeah. Stop smiling. I know. So he gave me the bag and I was like, oh, oh my God. Like I was so dumbfounded because like that present was not of, for him. Yeah. <laughs> so he like reaches for the bag. <laughs> I reached for the bag and that bag is never in my and hands. And I said, oh, that's um, for Nicole. Yeah. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Just yeah. backed up and was like, well, I hope you have so a good sad. Christmas break. Yeah. And he did the cutest thing ever. He got me like hot Cheetos and Gatorade. Because every day after school we my parent my dad would take us to the gas station Mm -hmm. so the weeks i knew in december i had he would take us every friday Uh so i know before the before the break i would have three or four weeks Mm -hmm. 
So those four times that I went, I would save one of those snacks that I got and put it in my top drawer, my cajon. So then the first thing was like a power raid. My dad's like, why are you getting two of the same? Like, yeah. no, it's not basketball season. I mean, it was basketball season, but you're done. Mm-hmm. So I was like getting two Gatorades. I was getting two Cheetos. Two like, Cheetos. who are you feeding? Yeah. So then it was hot Cheetos. It was a white Gatorade. It was a white, white Gatorade. Yep. A candy cane. A can- two candy canes. Oh, two so candy this was canes. a cute thing. I didn't eat the candy cane. Nope. And he loves candy canes. He yeah. drew me a card out of just like white printer paper. Mm-hmm. Wrote Merry Christmas. Cute little thing. I wish I would have kept it, but I... When we broke up, I flushed it down. Yeah, we broke up a little bit in, in middle <laughs> it's school. Okay. Yeah. But he made a little heart. Uh, he like super glued two candy canes together to make a heart yeah. and gave it to me. And I felt so bad when I opened it because I had not gotten him anything. Yeah, she didn't give me. And now my biggest love language is gift giving. So yeah. I guess that's where I changed. Started. I knew how to start it because <laughs> I knew I was like, if I get gifts, I got to yeah. I gotta give her the first gift. So talking about childhood and all that, <sighs> what is something that over the years and overall 20 years what have you been the most passionate about what's something that you've been the most passionate about science 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 and math i'm a stem girl forever yeah so this goes into what you're trying to get into yeah and so, that's esthetician yeah i've always been like i said when i was in elementary school i was really gifted but it was definitely like obviously i could read higher levels that was nothing but As far as, (laughs) as far as (laughs) science and math, (laughs) as far as science and math, I always knew that that's what I loved and wanted to do. And math was just like my favorite thing in the whole world. And I know some people are like, what are you talking about? Because I even make fun of like my brother and my cousins who are good at writing essays or even Zach who can crank out 10 page papers within two days and it would probably take me a whole semester, but Thank you. You gave me a compliment. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I've always loved math because there was always a solution. Like yeah. there was always a way to figure it out. And even when I got to college, I got my first C in math. I got it in calculus. Mm. That broke my heart. And it made me more mad just because like I never cheated. I was never, I could never go on Chegg or anything. Yeah. You had to make it a point. I had that to you figure it. it out. I would go to office hours. I knew all of my TAs, and it was just the most heartbreaking thing was that I just could not figure it out for the life of me. Like, and my teacher was so good. And I remember he retired after my schooling. Like that year, he told mm-hmm. us that he was retiring. But this is the one that gave you a C. That teacher. <sighs> yeah, well, I earned a C. You earned a C. <laughs> earned oh, a C. It was, that class was hard. It was hard. Or was it? I mean, it was just that. That was like. I th- that was when I finally realized, like, okay, I need to try a little bit harder. Like, this isn't going to be, ha- like, it's not going to come as easy to me as everything mm-hmm. else did. Because before I was taking, like, in high school, I took calculus in high school, but I think we went through a lot of changes with our teacher, and I ended with a B. But that was when I realized, like, okay, the things that I want now, I need to actually study for and spend time out of my day learning yeah. and actively teaching myself it. Whereas, in high school and middle school, it all came so easy to me. Yeah. Like you like you said, you were gifted. Yeah. So you knew, just... you knew your multiplication tables <laughs> during the first grade. My third grade. Yeah. Where they give you a minute. Yep. I always won. So back to the college, um, the teacher mm-hmm. that I remember you talking to me. I don't know if you ever really got into it, but that there was a class that made you want to go into not the makeup side, but the... My skincare. Yeah, the skincare esthetician. So what class was that? Because I remember you talking to your mom about it and I was, mm-hmm. you know, overhearing it. Yeah. But I never really asked you. So that story. So after I had dropped out air quotes and putting air quotes up, dropped out of college. Yeah. I took a semester off and then 
when I realized like, okay, I do need to be in school. This is what I'm really passionate about and really love. I took courses at community college and I took, uh, first I took like just a basic chemistry cause I hadn't taken it at U of A. And then I moved into, uh, like chem 152, which is the mm, second stepper, I guess. But yeah. in that class, I loved the chemistry and just the creation of science. Like it was more so like your first chemistry, you learn, okay, here's the elements of yeah, the things. Here's table. how to do a scientific, like the balancing equations. Yeah. All that. I hate those. Yeah. See, I love those because yeah. it's like a puzzle. Yeah. I but hate puzzles. <laughs> once I had gotten to actual like titrations in mm. chemistry and learning about like ascorbic acids and oh, here different she goes. <laughs> like vitamins, like ascorbic yeah. acid was like vitamin C and how to create it for medicine so it was really just the creation but we were given a project throughout the whole semester that was due at the end of the year and it was you got to choose one topic that we had learned about and do your whole project had to be like 10 minutes or whatever but I chose the topic of acids and bases when that was like the topic that I chose and in my project I researched all of the acids and bases and pH scale of skincare so I taught Mm -hmm. myself AHAs, which is <laughs> alpha hydroxy acids, BHAs, yeah. beta hydroxy acids. And that was what I was interested in. I remember I presented it to my mom and she was like, wow, like, that's so cool. That's so good. And she was like, well, she's like, how'd you learn I that? Think you, <laughs> I think you kind of found your calling. Maybe like, maybe you should go into that, which mm-hmm. is funny because when I had told my parents that I wanted to join an aesthetics program, they were like, what the freak are you talking about? Like it came out of, to them, it came out of nowhere. But yeah. for me, it You it were planning been, it all yeah. along. It just took for them to be my co-signer for yeah. my loan to, <laughs> for them to be like, what? But that's when I realized like, okay, skincare is what I love. And I've always had genetically really good skin. So it was never a problem for me. But I loved learning about like makeup and skincare in high school, even though I never wore it daily on a daily basis. But mm-hmm. You just knew how it would benefit. Yeah, just like how crazy our skin is. And even now after I've graduated from my aesthetics program, the things that I've learned that I would have never learned in a chemistry class, obviously I would have had to take an aesthetics. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. It's like just so crazy. I have a great question. And it's usually about jobs. Uh And it's what's the biggest myth that you would want to debunk that's in your field? And I know. Yeah, in skincare. Because I know skincare because I want to go into strength and conditioning. Yeah. And since strength and conditioning is so young in the game, mm-hmm. like it's been around for a long time, but things from like the 1970s aren't working yeah. nowadays because all the technology. Mm-hmm. And I know skincare is the same thing where people are now either going back to the roots of like, oh, our ancestors, you know how mm-hmm. the YouTube videos. So what's one myth that you would want to debunk that's in your field? Hmm. And I don't know if you know, because you're so early in your field. Yeah. Like I barely have. I'm trying to think of something that, made me change my ways that i was like wait what because i remember oh, we le- talked about it at dinner the other day you kind of spoke for me but it was um i guess this isn't even really a big one i could try to think of a bigger one throughout mm. this interview i want to hear this one um that shaving makes oh, your hair yeah. come back thicker yeah that's and a one that i truly believe in it yeah it's not true that your hair grows oh, back so thicker. you didn't say anything and you didn't. i wasn't defending you i wanted you to you wanted, <laughs> wanted to see you, to write you want to see if i'm gifted <laughs> about <laughs> About muscle, I mean muscle, about beards. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay, um, so my brother's argument. Yeah. Was, or the biggest, I feel like it's in only Mexican it's, households. Well, it's like a lot of women too that 
Okay, yeah. <clears throat> I feel like it's in women and Mexican households mm-hmm. that if you shave, it's going to come back. How do you say? Thicker? Thicker and darker. Thicker coarser. and darker. But I learned in college <clears throat> and through research, like you said, yeah. that it doesn't grow back thicker. It grows a d- different way. It because because you cut it at a blunt angle. Yeah, at a blunt angle. Yep. Thank you. So I, thank you for, because I remember looking at you and I'm like, you're in. <laughs> I was on that's my like, phone. Yeah, that's like you arguing to someone about weights in the yeah. weight room. And I'm not, I'm just being like, nah, nah, nah. I didn't want to argue about yeah. it. Yeah, she didn't want to argue with my family about. But that's the biggest thing because, you know, I have a, I have a beard. Yeah. But it's not the one I want. Mm-hmm. But growing well, up at, yeah, growing up in St. Mary's, it was like, keep shaving. You're going to have a beard because mm-hmm. in St. Mary's you would have to pay a fine yeah. if you had, you know the whole story about that but i was like no that's not true it's genetically Mm -hmm. true that you're gonna have a beard but it's gonna grow a different way the way you shave Mm -hmm. and that's why when you shave you should shave at different angles yep so that you're not hurting your follicles over here right okay yeah because when you shave it it's it's obviously gonna feel like it's coming back coarser but it's literally just growing out of your skin Mm -hmm. whereas if you were to wax it it's getting fully ripped out whereas that <clears throat> that alters your actual yeah. follicle, but shaving just cuts it at your epidermis level. It doesn't get Ooh, epidermis. it doesn't yeah. get any deeper than that, which even goes on to say like why some women won't even get dermaplaned. And for those of you listening, dermaplaning is a literal medical scalpel that we use to, um, I don't want to say shave, but I guess like scrape off dead skin cells and any vellus hair that you have on your face or from like we wouldn't do it for men because they have darker coarser mm-hmm. hair we have more hair than a yeah almost dermaplaning is not just cutting it at the end yeah. like so what's know, the difference a, between dermaplane and if i just got a regular if you were to do a razor? yeah like a hairish a gillette well, like shaver. we said the razor so i mean if you use a good razor it has multiple blades gillette let's yeah, just like say a, a gillette. gillette men's razor you're cutting, so you're cutting the first, you're Layer. cutting the hair with the first blade and then the rest that are following, you're just kind of just grabbing your skin with it, mm. but it's not getting anything other than the hair. Whereas the scalpel, because it's so sharp that it could literally cut your skin off. And I mean, a razor could probably cut you, but you would have to take it out, scrape so yeah. hard into your skin, whereas the scalpel is meant to cut your skin that that's exactly what it's doing. It's cutting your whole epidermis layer off because when you're exfoliating and when you're just living every day, your epidermis is just dead skin. Like that's not even, when we talk about your uh, real skin, It's we're really talking about your dermis because everything on the surface is dead. Because mm. so. I, I remember um, talking to Brandon and I was like making the argument of, you know, why haven't you shaved in like half a year and your beard's growing thicker? Like mm-hmm. thickness doesn't have to do with yeah the way, you know, I, I was saying it was genetics yeah that we have a beard. Because we have the same beard as like my grandpa, my Theos. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a com- combination mm-hmm. and that some of my Theos don't have like the cheek yet. Yeah. And so I don't really have the, like my cheek is very light. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to get close, it would it would look like a full beard. But from side angles or in light, it looks like I just have like a, you know. Yeah. So, I was just saying, like, over the years, my beard has gotten thicker, like, in the chin area. Yeah, because you're because, maturing. Yeah. Thank you. I'm maturing. Yeah. But it's not because of getting, or it's not because of shaving, because I haven't and shaved. And you don't even shave it, yeah. I, don't sh- I haven't shaved since. You don't even since, use a razor yeah. on your beard. Yeah. Use what? So, how, how is, uh, is it the same thing if I 
I guess that's not really a question, but of using an electric shaver. Like, you know how I would just go like a one or a zero? No, the electric is just for the vibration of, like, you physically moving your hand upwards or downward stroke. Like, the vibration would take the hair responsibility kinda. of that. Oh, okay. Like so, a, so like it's an just electric toothbrush. Because I know, you know how when I do, like, if I were to go to the bathroom right now and do the electric shaver on my face, yeah. like, there would be little hair stubble? The, yeah. It's like more vibration and more uh what's the word like reach i guess yeah and the only the only way that i wanted to sh- the or the reason that i wanted to shave back then was what your brother had and it was the straight edge oh yeah and i remember my mom always being like you're not getting a straight edge because you're yeah. gonna slit your throat one day and i'm like mom that's not mm-hmm. but i used to like it because you know i remember seeing your brother one time like not shave it but just like think it's cool that you get the cream and then you rub it with yeah, the thing. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, like you see those ASMR videos of people mm-hmm. shave and it comes off so smooth. Yeah. And I'm over here using the Gillette and I'm, my face is bleeding, you know. I, yeah. I just hate it shaving because it came back the next next day and a half. Okay, we're going to take a little change okay. in questions. But not not interview questions, but just how you see life and how you see your outlook on life okay so the first question is <clears throat> so like us i guess us have to do with it but do you think people are made for each other or you don't think they're made for each other mm, i strongly believe in soulmates 100 percent, mm. which is crazy because you see tweets like like i remember seeing tweets and be like you grew up in phoenix arizona you really think your soulmate like went to the same high school as you yeah type of stuff but it's like i mean we were all put in the same place why wouldn't they be mm-hmm. like how could my soulmate be from freaking like new zealand i mm-hmm. would never cr- run across that and if i did i wouldn't believe it because i'd be like what were you doing over here all this time like yeah i would be more confused so i think people are made for each other and i think yeah i remember me my parents used to have this magnet on the fridge and uh-huh. i used to look at it all the time i think we still have it but it says, um, it was just like a funny little joke magnet, but it said opposites attract and mm. then drive and then drive each other crazy, which is like really crazy to me because I look at couples or people, I'm like a very observant person, but when I look yeah. at couples, I tend to look at their differences and see how their opposites are so alike. Like me and you, I'm yeah. a very outgoing, talkative yeah. person. You're a very, I have to get comfortable to yeah. know you. Little. In certain situations, I'll be very comfortable. Mm-hmm. But if I'm in a new group, you're going to beat me in that yeah. 10 times out of 10. It's just like everything, really. There's like so many opposites of us. But had we both been the same social butterfly, like I'd probably be like, oh, my gosh, this chill out. A- yeah, this guy's annoying. And yeah. you do get like that when I start to get like, yeah. you know, giggly and I'll look at you and you're smiling yeah. because of like, oh, my God, be quiet already. Yeah. Like you're basically saying your brain, mm-hmm. ah, you're too funny. Yeah, I think... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Said. thank you <laughs> i'm funny I, I knew i was funny he's funny at the wrong times wrong times yeah oh wow um, so can you explain to me because you and my sister are always talking about the differences of soulmates platonic i don't understand okay i'm a boy so i don't understand. i mean yeah women you will never understand because women yeah, i will never have platonic relationships okay all the time and it's like so would it be and, like me and my teammate? Yeah. But then I think about that. I'm like, well, I'll never understand it from a men's perspective. But then I, I do because I'm like, okay, men have this fun platonic relationship with friends in mm-hmm. their 
teen, early 20s like you right now with your team, because you're in that community, it's a platonic relationship. But getting out of that, once you guys don't practice every single day, like yeah. there won't be a relationship anymore. Whereas my friend... I want to prove you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. My friend today like sent me a memory from six years ago. And to me, I was like, whoa, that's so crazy. We were in like sophomores, freshmen in high school. Mm-hmm. And like... Now she's still, I would still consider her one of my best friends and I could, we, ha, we don't talk every day. We talk maybe once a week, twice a week and have actual conversations. But mm-hmm. like I, she's going on my birthday trip in a month and I know that like nothing will ever change. Nothing would be different. We would be the same people that we were six years ago. And my best friend, Brie, shout out Brie. <laughs> she is like my full 100% platonic soulmate. Like I love you and you're my. Yeah physical soulmate yeah but brie holds that place in my heart where it's like so platonic like yeah. she like you really care for that person yeah and she's like the same gender yeah so Almost i like see that. yeah like we could talk about things that you anything. and i couldn't talk about yeah not like anything weird it's just that like i could be like oh my god did you see this new product or like let's go to ulta and let's try this and she would know exactly what i'm talking about she would mm-hmm. she would get the references that you yeah. wouldn't because i feel like women like what you're saying has always had that there's someone to go to Mm -hmm. like you, my sister, my mom, Mm -hmm. there's always a woman to go to, Mm -hmm. but I feel like men or I don't know if it's just me, but I don't really have that. Like we'll talk about it, but then it's like, you're going to go your own way. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like, it's even looking at like our parents though, or like my parents, friends, like I could ask my parents like, Oh, who's your best friend? I remember we asked one time we asked my parents, who's your best friend? And my dad, like, no hesitation, no thought, said, your mom. Like, mm. that's his best he won that friend, day. partner yeah. in life. Yeah. And my mom was probably like, oh, damn. Like, I was thinking yeah, so-and-so. Yeah, I was and thinking so. of another person. <laughs> um, so I think about that. Like, in, the older you get, the closer the man slash husband yeah. becomes to the wife, whereas the wife will always have that, that woman, that girl, sisterhood. Yeah, because I feel like we've grown so much as a as a boyfriend and girlfriend yeah. that we can both tell each other certain things. But then I feel like I could tell you certain things, but then, you know, as a girl, there's certain things that a girl can't yeah. tell a boy. Cause you'd you know, be like, oh, what? Yeah. Like you're, uh, we're done. <laughs> yeah. You're too close. <laughs> so yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. As like, you know, I'd rather go tell my dad or I'd rather go tell my brother something mm-hmm. than go tell someone else. But yeah. for girls or for women, it's different. Like they're it's gonna... different too because me and your sister didn't grow up with a sister. That is true. So we found thing, so. our platonic soulmates in friends. Yeah. And Whereas... I guess I can go for my mom too because her sister is yeah, the baby. So it's technically has... like her daughter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't see it like that. Yeah. Because we'll, I'll never understand what it's like to have a sister. Mm-hmm. But those who do have sisters, it's like the greatest thing in the world. Despite like the battles and fights that you had growing up like you have that built-in person because like my brothers are my best friends but they're not women either so hmm. so next question do you think that people or sorry can we choose our emotions or do they happen to us and i'm very like a yeah. i'm a big emotional person yeah or not an emotional person but that i love emotion mm-hmm. and then you know that you i had to always train me with yeah like letting go and how i choose to act on my emotions that was the biggest thing for me so i guess so no we we don't choose our emotions we choose to act on them but 
they do come to us regardless of what we act upon like something i don't like i could watch a sad video and i couldn't start laughing or be happy like that sadness came on to me but then i could choose to be like i could choose to cry and dwell on the video that i just watched of a sad puppy or something yeah. a foster puppy yeah i know like you'll be swiping up on tiktok and yeah I'll- like, I'll hear you sniffle, and I'm like, what are you crying about? Like, if I saw that video, I'm swiping right that's away. That's what you always say, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, what are you crying? Like, that's my first response. Like, what are you crying about? Yeah. Like, we're, we're like, happy. Just leave the video. Yeah. Just close your phone. Like, yeah. Close your phone. Send it to someone. Mm. Save it for later. But yeah. I've always wondered, like, oh, my God, why is she watching? Yeah. She's still watching. I Definitely, you choose to act on your emotions. Because going back to what we were saying earlier, like, when I... Like in a social setting, if you make me mad or something, like you could be saying the funniest thing ever and I choose to be mad or I choose to not want to hear your joke or not want to hear anything. So I don't think we get to choose our emotions, but we get to choose how we act on them. And that's big because like that we've been teaching each other, like through our relationship is like if something happens, you know, tell the person how you're feeling. And it's very hard to do that. It is. Because, you know, we don't live with each other, first of all. Mm-hmm. You know, we always, we're, I'm very a busy, like, mm-hmm. student. I'm either, you know, always in Cali because of our season. Yeah, our schedule's and, never aligned. Yeah. So, but we've always worked through it. Mm-hmm. And that's something we'll talk about. Like, our schedules don't align. So, we'll make time for, like, you know, those lunches that we have. Yeah. Those dinners. Or you, you know, sp- staying with us. You know, just things like that. Yeah. And I just think, like, us growing as a... How do I say it? As a couple? As a couple, yeah. yeah. I've been waiting for you to say yeah. couple. I was, to, I was <laughs> going to say relationship. Yeah. So as a couple, uh-huh. like, you know, us doing meditation together. Yeah, our you yoga know, it sounds is. It sounds so soft when you hear it. Oh, Zach does. Meditation. Yeah. But. That's our time together. Yeah, that's our time together. Like, that's us spending each other's time. Mm-hmm. That you're just with yourself in your breath. And that you know that the person next to you has your back, you know, and vice versa. Yeah. And I've always loved that about us. That we can both do things. Just like recently, how we've randomly just started skateboarding. Yeah. Like I bought a skateboard on Am- a longboard on Amazon, and I was like, you know what, we should go do something together. Because that's how we've always done stuff. Is yeah. let's go do something new, or you know what, let's f- figure out. You know, just like well, not what we're doing right now, podcast. Yeah, because like we've never had a routine. So yeah, things and, are always new. Yeah, and routines are. We've had a routine, but it has it's never consistent. Consistent, yeah. Definitely breaks after two weeks. Yeah, two <laughs> after weeks. we get comfortable. It's yeah, like, oh, you get okay, comfortable back and I'm next. back in Cali yep. or your preschool with yeah. little Timmy. Yeah, <laughs> little babies. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you a next question. Okay. And if a crystal ball mm-hmm. could tell you the truth about anything—yourself, your life, your future, or anything. What would you want to know? And this is crazy because, like, set aside anything, anything about a, me or like yeah, like as simple as when will I die? Okay. Um, what do I want to know the most? I honestly just want to know when things will be consistent. When for I us, w- yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, what are you talking about? Like, I want to see. I hope we get married, but if we even get married, Uh if we have kids, what we are doing in our lives, what job Mm. you have, what job I have, what is our day to day? Yeah. But I feel, see, that's where (laughs) we differ. Yeah, yeah, we different. 
why we're different because I feel like marriage is going to be of a breeze. Not a no, 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 not a breeze. <laughs> no, not a breeze. But that, uh, like adapting, like seeing my parents like adapt through certain things, like me during my games, or you know, my siblings and us going to different schools. You know, my sister was in elementary, I was in middle school, and my brother was in high school. Like seeing those things like adapt, and you're talking about how things will say you're looking at me. Kinda. Yeah, I'm a little confused <laughs> yeah. where you got. I just like want to see into a crystal ball and see our lives. Like you I want see. to be able to see into a Monday, a Wednesday, a so you want to see our Thursday future together. Night. You want to see if our future is together. Yeah. And how beautiful our kid looks, or <laughs> <laughs> or like what? No, I literally just want to see what life will be like. Like that's so baffling to me because two years ago mm-hmm. I thought I was gonna not two years ago three four, oh my god almost four years ago I thought I was gonna be in U of A in tucson until this year doing my bachelor's and then next year covid next year aesthetics next year preschool teacher yeah. like but i've that, gone through what, so yeah. many phases see that's what i'm saying that we're adapting yeah because i've always been basketball so you're saying when i look into that crystal ball it won't even be the same it would be no it would be the same but i'm saying like through marriage i feel like it's like if we're married i feel like it's going to be us adapting just like any other marriage would yeah because you don't well if we're not in arizona like there's different yeah, things. yeah like, i think you see that's what i'm saying yeah okay so i i just literally want to look into a crystal ball and see an average day because i want to see you, if the perfect zachary is i there. could tell you a typical <laughs> day in the life of your parents right now i can tell you a typical oh, okay. day in the life of my parents like they go to work where they're working at yeah you want to see all that i want to see what? you want to see that before you marry me <laughs> <laughs> get a preview yeah, I get a, a trailer. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's what makes, what would you want to see? I guess that would mm. be another question. What I, would you want to see? Zach with long hair? Or yeah, no. a shave? A shave with the Gillette? No. Oh, yeah, she likes the beard. I love the beard. Not the long hair. <laughs> Not the long hair? No. Oh, I love the long hair. Um, I want to see us both successful first mm. because we both established that with each other though. We don't want to just bring kids into this world just to have kids. We want to be mm-hmm. established in our relationship, established in our careers financially. And I know that people watching this are going to be like, well, that's never, you'll never yeah, be. You'll never be Financially satisfied. stable. You'll never be. Yeah. But. Yeah. I think, I don't know. Once, I feel like we could change that though and just, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, but we will always I say how that. We always, yeah. And I, then anybody married will be like, yep. This is hard. <laughs> Keep dreaming. <laughs> yeah. But I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Like of having a good a good life. A steady like you don't wanna life. you don't wanna be hanging on. You don't wanna just survive. Yeah. That you wanna be there with your child. You wanna be there with your husband. Because we've missed out together on so much time yeah. with each other because of basketball. But Oh because basketball. Yeah. Yeah. That But that's the thing that I that I adore about you. Because you let me do my own thing. Mm-hmm. Like any other girlfriend would have been, you do too much basketball. Yeah. You're always at school, you know. But you that's guys, something. I used to go to the park with him, get yeah. his rebounds. Yeah. That's the <laughs> thing. That's go the back thing. to yeah. his house. He was able to shower, get all fresh for dinner. And I'd be sitting there sweaty, stinky, like outside uh, eating dinner with my workout in for the day. That's one of the things I adore about you yeah. is that you didn't let it come between us Yeah, that you were able to see outside. That's what you wanted. Yeah. That 
that if you're going to not like necessarily like if you're going to date me, this is what you're going to do. Yeah. But that I accepted it. Yeah. That you love me so much that you're willing to go get my rebounds. And guys, she was. <laughs> I she, suck. No, no, you don't suck. No. You suck at passing. That's what I'm like, saying. If you ever need a point guard, <laughs> do not go for this. You guys, one. I was a softball player, okay? Yeah. I would throw that thing over my shoulder. She's like throwing it with one or two hands. <laughs> I was shot putting that basketball. Yeah. I was like, what are you doing? And then by the time, you know, because if my dad came with me, I could easily get 500 makes in. But when uh, when Alyssa, my girlfriend, came, it was 200 shots maybe because we had a hill. Because when I would lob the ball. She would lob the ball. The ball would bounce. I would bounce at your you know, feet. I, You'd have to pick it like a first but, base. But you don't realize this, but you know how hard I tried to not, I mean. Yell at me about cause, it. Yeah, because I don't miss. Yeah. That's the thing. But I tried so hard that if I miss, I was so mad at myself because I knew when I missed, you're just going to go walk for the ball. And I was like, oh. <laughs> well, I, I remember this one time, though, when I like told you, I was like, you really think you're going to get a perfect pass every game? And you guys like, yes, when yeah, you're in I was collegiate like, basketball, you are yes, going to get a to pass my chest. to the chest. Yeah. But you made me better because now I can yeah. catch, you know, if one of my teammates throw me a pass on my ankles, I am ready for there that. There you go. Because, ready to yeah. stub your finger, picking it up off the ground. Yeah. Gosh, you walking to the ball is just... <sighs> I'm getting hot right now thinking about it. Yeah. Well, it was tough for me, too. That's funny that you said that. <laughs> I per- totally forgot about that. Yeah. Because you haven't got my rebounds in a long a time. A long time, yeah. But when you did, you were... Well, that was our thing together, too. Like, yeah. I'd be talking your thing. ear yeah. off, and you'd be like, oh, my God. Yeah, You'd probably, she's like, telling like, me. Why does she keep talking to me? I'm so bad. Like, I just missed five shots in a row. I have to do this whole drill again. And I was just like, yeah. so today... I did this, this, and this, yeah. and you were just while like, you're uh-huh, throwing, uh-huh, while I was lobbing the ball to you, walking to the corner. Yeah, and it was so funny because I treated it not that I wasn't lit. I'm listening to you. Yeah, I know. But not that I wasn't listening to you, but I treated you as like the stands. Yeah. If someone was talking behind you like, while uh-huh. shooting, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. it took my mind off of basketball, mm-hmm. and that's what I, you know, but that's what I was saying that I adored you so much because you were able to. Okay. You know what's funny? I don't think I ever told you, but your Nino Roy was the one who first instilled it into my head. One time we had gotten back from the park and he was there. And we were gone for prob- we I were gone for this. a long time, yeah. And I like sat by him at the dinner table and he was like um I made a remark not saying that I like hated how long we were gone, but I said something yeah. about like, "Oh, dang, like we were there for so long. He shot so many times and blah blah blah." And he was like well, Mihan, that's like what he wants to do. Like you can't yeah. stop him from doing that. And I remember sitting there like, well, yeah, I know that. But Wow, I never knew this. Yeah, and he was like, you can't stop somebody from doing what they love. Like mm-hmm. he's doing that. It. Yeah, he's doing that because he loves it and he's letting you. I'm inviting you into yeah. something that I love. Mm-hmm. Just like anything else, like meditation, you inviting me to skateboarding. Yeah. I never skateboarded. <laughs> And I was like, I bought you a skateboard <laughs> two years ago. And I was like, you know what? Let me just buy one because mm-hmm. it was a perfect weather. Yeah. But I never knew that story. Yeah. He yeah. told me, I remember. And that's when I was like, yeah, that's so true because I always joined you in it. It's not like you yeah. pushed me away from basketball. I went to all your games. You're always my, you. I'm not going to say the number one supporter. No, nah, that's my, Yeah, that's my mom. <laughs> but you were definitely up there yeah. of... Right next to my family. Top five. Top five and you're not five. No, top five. Top three and I'm not three. <laughs> oh, Brandon. So maybe I'm two. Ra- put Gorgie in the back. Yeah, she yeah, can. No, I'm definitely higher than Gorgie. Yeah. 
I but I never knew that story. Yeah, that I good. remember he told because it was also when Naomi was playing soccer and yeah, like I think how he, he probably her. would have told somebody that she was dating like screw you like this yeah, is, she's doing, playing soccer yeah this you're is something she loves yeah go be a goalie yeah let her kick the ball at you i remember it was at your birdie house you mm, told me that birdie house the birdie house is where you were getting shots up yeah and that was during like covid kind of it was more your high school peak yeah. basketball time is when you were grinding and it sucked because about the thing about me was that i never had a gym so the only reason you would get my boards is outside. Yep. And what time do the lights always turn off at ten thirty? Yep. We would be shooting, and I'd be like, lights "Dang off. it, the lights turn off!" Like you hear the boom. We'd have to go find the ball. We had best friends though. Remember the cat Skittles? Skittles. Yeah, Skittles would come in. I think she just liked our energy. Yeah, we really walking. were there just <laughs> doing basketball too. It was nothing. It was literally just basketball. Yeah, that was fun. Those are the days, but. But yeah, that was mm-hmm. fun. Is there anything that you would that you would change going through all your years? Like, what would you change about schooling? About mm. is there anything? Yeah, or? for sure. Now, I think once I graduated high school, I realized like I should have cherished those years so much more mm. because high school really you still are a kid. Like as grown as I wanted to be, my senior, junior, senior year, like no. I had no responsibility. I had like $40 gas that I'd have to get every week. But other than that, yeah, I played softball. But once I finished softball my sophomore-ish year, I was like, dang, I really have nothing to do. Yeah. No free time. I had so much free time. I gained all my adult weight. <laughs> yeah, I was so unhappy. And yeah, I think I just wish I would have done more. And granted, like... I don't know. We were like really loyal to each other that mm-hmm. I never wanted to like go to parties, go with people yeah, that I had never met, me go yeah. with friends that like guys were in it. But like, I don't you know. You just I, wanted that high school experience. Yeah, I wish I would have gotten more of a high yeah. school experience. Because now looking back at it, I'm like, uh, you know, those high school parties weren't, I never been. No, I just wish I, I would have like them, joined more clubs or like, I was always around the same people in my classes school because activities. I was in AP, IB. And I was around the same people, but I never acknowledged them. I only kept to my friends. Because mm. that was the thing about me is that during high school basketball that I was so focused on, like, you know, I'm trying to get to college basketball. Yeah. And that should have been, like, the least of my worries. Mm-hmm. And, like, I had a I had a good girlfriend with me, you know. But, like, thinking back, like, the times that I loved basketball was you getting the boards for me or – my dad coming to the park with me, playing my brother one-on-one, mm-hmm. like set aside all of that and just you guys being there and being helpful in my, like every time I take the court now, I'm like, dude, I wouldn't be here without mm-hmm. my girlfriend, my brother, my mom, my dad. Like yeah. you guys did so much for me growing up that I was like, oh my God, I would not be the person I am today without you guys. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have got the extra 200 shots instead of the thousand <laughs> maybe that 1000 would have got me somewhere yeah but you know just you know having someone that was talking my ear off like just being grateful that there's someone that loves you so dearly is so special especially when they love you and what you're doing and i think that's perfect in the life that we're in and that you know whatever you do like i was there with you for the esthetician mm-hmm. like oh my god 
because I was just like your parents, like, what's esthetician? <laughs> like, and then remember, I'd be asking you, is that cosmetics? Like yeah. hair? And you're like, no, 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 no. And now I'm learning with you. Like, you know, the funny ways why we, how we learn the skin. I'm all not going to, yeah, <laughs> yeah, our acronyms and all that. Like I'm learning with you and you're yeah. learning stuff with me now through my transition and yeah. to call it or into my master or about to get my master's. I think and, that's what I like about us the most because high school, I always did sports medicine, sports, mm-hmm. fitness, everything. So I knew all of that. You know, like the general background. Yeah. So then when you tell me stuff, I'm like, oh, I know this. Yeah. I know this little stuff. It's connecting then, like a puzzle. Yeah. Like, and then when I would tell you about you my are. skin anatomy stuff, you were like, oh, I remember when I took anatomy, I had yeah. to learn all this. So then our acronyms came and all of our little lessons. And when you trained me for weights, like yeah. I understand what you're saying. I'm not just brain dead. Yeah. Whereas if I had You're not like, anything, oh, what am I doing today? Sit up. like, what's a quad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's something I liked about you because you're, you're so easy to uh, teach and to learn and you just have an open ear that if i'm studying for a test or something you're willing to learn it with you yeah because i want to be smarter than you yeah yeah, that's the biggest (laughs) thing and i'll let you take that but are you going to be stronger than me no you got that (laughs) yeah so but that's like i was saying i think that's so great in our relationship together our competition our competition (laughs) yes like you know the funniest thing is doing yoga together and I'm, you know, I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing down, downward dog pose, right? Yeah. And I'm just doing it so perfect. And I'm looking at you and you're like, you're barely moving. No way. No, you're, you're barely moving. But then as soon as I start comparing myself, I'm like, I'm beating her. In like, yoga, bro? In yoga. Really? So I'm like, I'm beating her. Oh, heck no. I'm beating her right now. We're not like, doing yoga together. Yeah. Well, that's like funny that. because but then when as we soon, do hip movements. No, no. But as soon as, uh-huh. as soon as I'm comparing myself, Brie and Flo on the YouTube is like, don't compare you're on your own like i love that but then like it puts me back and i'm like what other girl would be doing yoga with me right now that makes me a yell that makes me feel better i guess because when we do like our hip flexor stuff or any stretching flexibility i look over at you and i'm like look at that weak butterfly pose and everyone knows i have the weakest (laughs) hips i have the tightest hip flexors and that's just being a basketball player and a man oh you're a man huh yeah yeah how I yeah, say you don't have childbearing hips like this. Yeah, because you can get into a butterfly pose, and my I can't even sit crisscross applesauce yeah, exactly. on the right side. So, but yeah, like I was saying, that's what I love about us is that we're able to adapt, that we love each other for who we are, and that we're. I just feel like we're not like the regular couples. I just see us differently. If that's how you feel too, yeah, I know that's how you feel. I'm not saying I exactly that we're know. just perfect. Yeah. No, no, we're not that we're the perfect. I know. You hate when I say that. Yeah, we're not perfect. <laughs> but that we're trying to be perfect. Yeah. We're not just going through the motions. And that's something I like about you. And I'm all, yeah. And I'm always, she just blew me a kiss. But <laughs> that you're always willing to learn what I'm doing. Yeah. And that's something that I Likewise. respect. Likewise. Yeah. And vice versa. I hope. I know you don't listen. <laughs> but yeah. So is there anything that you wish I asked you? talked about um before we end the episode no i saw anything you want to say about uh aesthetics mm, anything honestly, you don't have to you don't have to if you don't want to yeah my aesthetic journey was not the best mm. but once i graduated and i'm looking back now and i just finished like what three four weeks ago yeah Looking back, I am like, wow, I 
did not need to care about that at all. And that's the biggest thing that I told you going into it. Every single day. Like what you're doing today, what we're doing today is not going to matter five days from now, a Mm -hmm. year from now. Like you're not going to remember half the people that was even. It's just so hard because it's like you're going through it. Like I was there 20 weeks. Yeah. 40 hours a week. The present moment is so hard. To overcome. But that but that that you went through it but then it was crazy because my drive homes my hour 15 minute drive homes Mm -hmm. drives home (laughs) i would forget about it like i'd be listening to music or i'd be calling you talking about like oh what'd you do today what are you having for dinner what you would change and that's something that i do too yeah that we're not able we're the type of people to not we want to hear about the other person yeah and like I'm not gonna tell you what happened in practice. Yeah, whereas not, I want to ask you every yeah, single detail. Yeah, I want to know what happened, happened to you, and then you want to know about what happened to me. <laughs> but it's like you know, it's like eh, that already passed. Yeah, and but I then just we're both thinking that. Yeah, because like I used to always teach you like, it's big. It's a snowball effect. If you hold on to it, yeah. it's gonna get bigger. Or the art of letting go of, can I let this go right now? It's not gonna matter in ten years. Nope, is what I always told you. Mm-hmm. And now that you're learning from it, like if you do go into a business. It's much easy to be more accessible to people. Yeah. You know, I'm telling you everything that you already heard mm-hmm. 200 times. But for the audience that's yeah, listening. Yeah, I just want the audience to know, like, it really did not matter. Yeah. If you really love what you're doing, and I did, I love aesthetics mm-hmm. so much, I could not care less. I could not care yeah. more about anything else than what I learned. Like, yep. I still look at my textbooks, and I'm like, oh, my God, I love this so much. Yep. And that's all I care about. And that's all I should care about. That's all you should care about. Yep. And that's basically controlling what you can control. Yep. And it's something that you used to always tell me. And that's something that I'm instilling into both of us. Yeah. And hopefully into our family that whatever happens, happens. And that you should just let life go on. Yeah. But not to be a not pushover. To, yeah. Not to be a pushover <laughs> and not to be judgmental of what's happening. That Remember, I used to always tell you that yeah. some people, I remember telling you, but some people are here to either guide you to where you want to be or push you down and you want to be that was a big struggle though because i'm such an observant person that you would think that i'm judging somebody yeah whereas i'm like no i just fully need to understand their entire life like for the audience i have to know everything about everybody Mm -hmm. in order to figure out why they are the way they are so i have to find out that's a good gift you got i I, I have the same gift of awareness yeah if someone's going through something i could I could see right through the people. That's true. Mine but, is just more learning like their background. Yeah. That like was just my doing. interest in psychology. Yeah. Like if someone's being mean to Zachary, you know like, exactly. Err. Yeah. You know exactly why, you know, the yeah. background, the child. Memories. Their childhood trauma. Yeah. All that. So do you want to, I'm going to give you the floor to say your Instagram so that people, <laughs> whoever, whoever's listening and loves aesthetics or need cosmetic done. Mm-hmm. You know, because I got, I get my eyebrows done. I got my arms done one time and yeah. it hurt, but it was perfect. And you got like, it felt good. It was literally, a felt like a little pinch, but she's one of the best that I know that I've only known. <laughs> so you want to put your Instagram in so that people can find you. And if they want to get stuff done, they yeah. can go to you. Okay. So my Instagram is Alyssa Aesthetics XO. Um, Aesthetics is spelled E-S-T-H-E-T-I-C-S. My first mm-hmm. name, Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, Alyssa Aesthetics X-O. That's perfect. Yeah. So, yep, go to Alyssa Aesthetics X-O if you want to get stuff done. And uh, currently she's trying to find a place that she can work at, whether that be the 
the front office yeah or in the back and like i was saying whatever happens happens and that she can do stuff on the side Mm -hmm. just to you know make profit of her stuff her materials and yeah she's one of the best that i know with eyebrows dermaplane you know and she's smiling but beautiful smile so we're gonna end the episode and if you made it this far thank you for listening and i hope you enjoyed me and my girlfriend Alyssa love its episode about various topics and if you want to follow this podcast's instagram at zachary's underscore metamorphosis where the e is a three and the two o's is a zero so thank you for listening and remember to always come back to the breath (laughs) 